All power to the people. This is the cause presentation, cultural art science, dealing with the whole question of the mega beast cog, coal or gas. But today I have to start off by saying the event I went to last night, which is the Freedom to Breeze, which was produced, sponsored, organized successfully by the Clio Institute. And it was at the uh, Viscara uh, Museum, uh, a place that is built on top of coral rock, even though it's seen better days. Uh, it's still a place that represents a green area in our community and needs to be protected. Uh, the thing I want to talk about this morning is I'll talk about the event later. I want to apologize to people. Everything that I took last night, I erased it because I didn't want to give the impression that I was making people say certain things or not say certain things. And I know that a lot of the people that I talked to, not a lot, belong to 501s ahead of 501s. So I decided to erase that from last night. And did not present that at all. I'll talk about it later in this pro in this cast. But what I really want to talk about today is uh, this phenomenon with the news media and everybody talking about uh, the, the nuance of white nationalism, which is totally ridiculous. And this country was built on white nationalism. Europe was built on white nationalism. I mean, they left Europe in search of gold and riches and herbs. And as they left that old areas, they plundered civilizations, extracted, mutilated, exterminated people that's gone from this planet forever. So I don't want to hear nothing about no white nationalism, new phenomenon. Bottom line is that this whole country is ideology and philosophy is based on white nationalists from his Jewish prudence to his business, banks, theology, white nationalism. We're talking about entertainment, industry, beauty. Beauty is still upheld as white nationalism. The whiter you are, the beautiful, more beautiful you are. The more blonde you are, blue-eyed you are, the more beautiful you are. The other race, y'all beautiful too, but this is who America is. America is a white nationalist country. So let's not get confused. Even the election Obama, people like to talk about black people being the, the, the pig. Well, it wasn't. The vote is only 20-some percent of the population, but it was that 50-some percent, that over 56, 57, I think it is. It might be 58 that voted for Obama, and that's the white woman. <laughs> who's elected every president since JFK in this country. If you don't believe me, you can go check the facts yourself. So that's what I, I wanted to start this off with, you know, talking about that, you know, because we all suffer from this illusion that we are not, we are not in a sense affected by what happens in this country. And we are whether you call yourself a revolutionary or social justice or progressive or 
socialist, or it doesn't capitalist, it doesn't matter. Bottom line inside this country is that you cannot lay down in a pig pen and not get dirty. And the bottom line, America is dirty as you can get. The extermination, the murder of the original inhabitants of this land is yet to be really talked about in mainstream media. Even in their presentations of from Hollywood, uh, as I like to call it, Hollywood, have been the glory of the white civilization to bring the savage to civilization. And it's the same story everywhere they've been, from Africa to China, everywhere they're sitting down. They've always died for the betterment of the people. I'm going to talk about that in another broadcast in terms of Christianity's role. Christianity has murdered and plundered more people than any of the tyrants that have been on this planet. And if you want to call a tyrant, you know, Christianity has been a tyrant. And believe me, Islam has not been far behind. So it's, it's got its. So we don't want to dwell on it too much because that's another whole subject. And the fact of the matter, I did want to clarify some things I said uh, on my last broadcast. I was. I was more than correct about Cuba, which was uh, because there is actually two dynasties of Cuba. There's one that still exists in the Congo, and there's one whose existence was erased during the time of the Nubian and Akabulan rising up. So uh, Chancellor Williams, I made a mistake also. Chancellor Williams is the author of the book, The Destruction of the Black Civilization, and there is a passage in there that deals with the whole question of Cuba. And I still stand on what I said in terms of the diaspora. We only have two examples of independence and fighting for independence. One still exists, and one was in 1804, the culmination of the being coming an independent country. But since that time, the only one that we really can point to in my lifetime that had anything to do with the defying white nationalism, white imperialism, or white capitalism has been Cuba. Uh, if it wasn't for Cuba, our dear sister Sada Shakur would probably be rotting away in some jail uh, prison camp here in so-called North America. But it has been the courageous effort by the Cuban people to say no to the United Snakes, even though they keep pressing for her return so they can have a wallow in some prison here. So, with that said, I want to get that out of the way also, too. I checked yesterday. I haven't checked this morning yet, but I see that the tribe uh, bass in a uh, uh, real cold world, uh, J, J. Cole, was over, uh, I think it was uh, almost up to three million, you know, and that's great. For TIT in terms of exposure, but we also have to look at it from a practical sense in terms of how will it benefit the people of the community? What will make that be the like straw that breaks it, the camel's back, so to say, to make people be sick and tired of being sick and tired? So that chapter is still being wrote, and you know. I believe in this time period, as consciousness grows among people, that it will be successful. 
that's all we can say right now and push and educate and move forward. Finally, I'd like to talk about today's election. Uh, two people that I'm more atoned to, and I don't vote in the primary because I'm independent. You know, I don't believe in the Dixocratic Party or the Republican uh, foolishness. Uh, but if I could vote, uh, two people that I would vote for today without any doubt would be uh, Michael Hepburn and uh, Dottie Joseph. And let me also say that I also would vote for Daphne Campbell. And I'm going to deal with that because I know that's going to say, oh, man, shut up. You know, I'm so sick of people casting stones and living in brick and glass houses. You know, uh, that's what America is. America makes you certain things. Uh, the problem with uh, us is that we elect people and then we think that's it. We go home, sit down. Well, that's not. They're not your slave. They're your, they are your representative. And you have a responsibility to make sure that they represent you. If you don't, then there's other people out here that's going to find a way for them to represent them. So with that said, I think it's time to break that Hardeman camp up. You know, because that's, in my view, that's one of the things that has held both districts back. The, the uh, legislative district and the uh, uh, commissioner district also, too. But the commissioner's not up right now. We're talking about Roy Hardeman. Now, some people say that Dodie is too elitist. All she talks about is education, blah, 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 blah. I said, well, that's what y'all been pushing. That's what the whole thing been for the last 50 years. Get an education, get a better job, do this, do that. And then when somebody uses that as a platform, you want to accuse them of being elitist. I don't think that's fair in my view. It's my view. You can't ask for something, and then when somebody does it, and then they hold it up as an example of their accomplishment, criticize them for it. I don't think that's the right thing to do. I really don't. I know that Hardeman has does not have the interest of TIT. Yeah, he might sprinkle money here and there and do this and do that with different people and stuff. But when it comes down to the interest of the community, he has had nothing to say against against Eatridge or Magic City. So that to me means that he's in their pockets some type of way, or else he's just being quiet or he's got some property he didn't bought in TIT or something, you know, so I, I, I don't support him, you know, and I don't support the Hardeman's period. Now, there's nothing they can do to me. They roll their gangsters up on me all they want to. I'm not afraid of them, you know. I ain't afraid of nobody on this planet. I only fear the most high of my ancestors, and that's because I got to be doing the right thing. I have to say the right thing, you know, that's the bottom line. You know, that's that Black Panther party in me, and it's never going nowhere. And I, if I die tomorrow, I'll stand and tell the truth. The other person is Michael uh, Hepburn, who, in my view, has ran a, a decent, a real decent campaign about walking the streets. <laughs> you know, and for less than, I think, uh, for $5 a person or something like that, he's not raised a lot of money, but the money that he's used, has raised, he's used in a positive way. If I could vote for him, I would. You know, and I, I'm not encouraging anybody to vote for anybody that I see. I'm just telling you my view right now. A lot of those other people are suspect. I have, you know, no idea. If I thought 
that Andrew had a chance, I would, I, he, he, whether he did or not, and I could vote for him, I'd vote for him today. But like I said, I am an independent. You know, and it's time for us to stop throwing our eggs all in this basket or that basket. Well, one has been the fox, and one has been the wolf, in my view. The Democratic Party has been the fox because they show you their teeth, but it's with a smile. And the Republican Party has been like the wolves. They show you their they show you their teeth. They show you what they are meant to do. So, my view, the best way to deal with that whole thing is to form our own independent parties, build locally, statewide, and that's the only way you can do it. And once you build statewide, then you start having something, you know, uh, in so-called D.C. The noise that you hear, you know, I'm at the clinic. I'm at the, I'm at Palm Medical Clinic this morning, you know. So I've been coming at get back with them, my set of people, my, my generation. You know. So lastly, I'd like to talk about the event last night because I thought it was a good event, you know, with Cleo out to uh, the uh, Viscara a Museum, you know, which is a historical site. It needs a lot of work done on it, particularly some of the old barge out there is just crumbling apart, and the house been gone for years anyway. And I'm surprised at the number of people that hadn't been there for the first, that's they were their first time. That's involved in the climate movement, so you know it's neither here nor there. But I always say you cannot uh, serve people if you don't know. Uh, I think it's Saint, uh, Sun Sun Two that says in talking about know know your know you know how important uh, knowing your area, <laughs> knowing where you at. You know, a uh, lot of people have been conditioned not to travel outside their own community. They do. They travel in cars and buses, but I have a little advantage, you know. I guess the reason why I know Miami so well is because I was just about seeing Miami-Dade County on a bicycle, you know. I mean, it's been a bunch of hours and sweat, but it was worth it, you know. I still probably got some places to go, but that's neither here nor there. So I just wanted to finish it up by saying about the event. It was a great event, uh, great panelists. I'll talk about more. Uh, uh, Kate Stein was there last night from WLRN. I'm going to meet with her uh, later on uh, when I finish here over in Wynwood. She's going to be at the Levine's camp. I'm going to see what they're saying. I'm going to check out uh, Gillum's camp around, around midday. No, a little after midday. And I'm going to end up in uh, TIT. This afternoon, I was over there yesterday, but I had to make a run, uh, emergency run. But uh, I've also uh, just wanted to let everybody know, you know, we're still pushing forward. Uh, don't forget the hurricane season is still here. Climate change is real, whether people want to face it or not. People talk about resilience, but uh, resilience hasn't been in no culture that I see, you know. And there's been survival, which is different. But resilient, no. Resilient is all about something that has been built that can withstand. And most of the dominant islands, cultures in North America have been controlled by U.S. and European imperialism. So let's stop fooling ourselves and get down to brass tacks. Because the only solution is revolution. And if we don't turn around 
the culture in terms of how we treat our earth, uh, it'll be our own fault. It'll be our own demise. The earth will be here. We'll just probably be like the roaches, the rats. We'll be eating each other. And it really will come down to sustainability and resilience then. So I hope people are getting prepared, not only just for the hurricane, but getting prepared for the disasters to this uh, so-called white culture. So with that said, uh, I'm going to close out right now. And uh, I'll get back with you later. I did promise, like I said, I promise to do a, uh, uh, a podcast daily. I messed up yesterday with the production. And this is yesterday, today. So all power to the people.